Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Countout. No, I'm not back yet. When is this airing? The 9th, 18th? Wednesday. 19th? No, thir- Thursday. Thursday? The Thursday you're gone. All right. So, yeah. Whatever both, day that is. We're both on vacation. I'm uh, coming back in a little while. Larson, you guys know. You guys I've always been, been here. You guys have been watching all week. Well, you're like in the Bay Area, right? Something like Who that. knows? Yeah. Anyway. 18th. 18th. There you go. Uh, so yeah, as you guys know, all week we've been doing this, uh, best of 2019 so far. Today's no different. We're doing the best matches, the 10 best matches of 2019 so far. Uh, I mean, there's still plenty of time in 2019 oh, oodles. for good matches to go down. Summer slams around the corner. I mean, heck we're shooting this on the 25th, just this upcoming weekend. We got fighter fest. We got fighter Joey Janela versus Mox. Uh, could be a barn burner. That could be a killer match. All out is on the 31st of August, I'm sure there'll be some contenders there as well. Of course, you got the G1 coming up too, which will happen opening night of G1. Honestly, the G1 before. probably 10 of those matches will probably replace, replace all these matches. Well, I mean, all of them, but a chunk of them. Yeah, yeah. that's how it is every year. Every year, uh, Meltzer likes to give all those matches like five stars. Well, usually, they're pretty good. Yeah, usually they're pretty good. Uh, in any event, G1 hasn't happened yet, so none of those matches are on this pretty particular list. None. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, took back look and saw what's going on. Here we go. Number 10. 10. <laughs> Halftime Heat. NXT. Half this match heat. was nothing but pure joy. It's, it, was a, it was the perfect showcase for why people should be watching NXT. That was yes. the point of this. Did this, this aired on the network, right? Yeah, during a halftime of Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Um, of course, and had they done a Halftime Heat since... The original halftime Since the heat? empty arena match? No. Okay, all right. That's no. kind of surprising that it yeah. took all that time. And it's interesting that rather than do something with the uh, main roster talent, mm. they uh, and I think this is the right choice, especially since it's, it was on the network, uh, they took at least the six most popular wrestlers in NXT, if not the six best at the time, Yeah. put them in an amazing six-man tag match in front of a, a, a small crowd in the performance center, which included a good number of of uh, NXT talents in the crowd, which actually really elevated the, the the entertainment factor of the show for me because we're used to seeing wrestling fans mark out 
about uh, over over awesome moments and awesome spots. We don't usually see that from wrestlers, and they'll do cutaways. And there is Raúl Mendoza freaking out, going crazy over an awesome spot. There's Tainara Conti. We see uh, all sorts of developmental talents in the crowd, uh, as invested in the story playing out in the ring as all the fans are, and it's amazing. You know, I uh, I got to experience that live firsthand. I know you did. It was pretty cool. I stayed here. At the Performance Center, when 2K Games sent me out uh, to go interview wrestlers, uh, they put on uh, like three matches just for the nerds, the dorks who do 2K content. Like, we deserve it. <laughs> and uh, the entirety of NXT uh, that weren't in the matches were watching, and it was awesome to mm-hmm. see that mm-hmm. just like the rest of uh, humanity got to see here in half we heat. got a little taste of what you got for got a little taste what i got to see in person aren't you special what's really interesting i wouldn't rewatch this last night yeah um it was interesting to see how everybody uh, has fared since of course alistair and ricochet they're on the main roster now Ricochet just won the U.S. title. Alistair's in a room somewhere. Yeah, he's still in a room with, a, with an open door he, waiting for yeah, someone to come he, in. His new gimmick is he doesn't understand how like matchups work. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's no. good. Um, you got Velveteen Dream. He's a North American champion now. Mm-hmm. Gargano was during this match. Mm-hmm. And then Tommaso Ciampa was NXT champion. Then yep. Adam Cole, in the midst of a bit of a losing streak, he took the pit in this match, in fact, mm-hmm. after hitting or, or taking finishers from the, the entire face team virtually. Um, he is your NXT champion now. Um, so it's interesting to see how uh, for- the fortunes of all six wrestlers have changed in the matter of four and a half months. Yeah. But it's yeah. a spectacular match. It's a great showcase for what NXT has to offer. You got Shawn Michaels on commentary putting NXT over huge. Um, it's just a blast. There's not much at stake in this match. Um, but the, the story told in the ring is great. Tons of fun. Everybody gets an opportunity to shine. Um, yeah, and it's a, it's, it's a great introduct, introductory uh, match. If someone says, hey, so what's the deal with this NXT? Here, watch this. The thing that I like about this most, everything you just said, but it, it's obvious that WWE understood that especially that lineup, those six competitors were so special to NXT. I mean, I, I do think that NXT really hit a new peak with those guys mm-hmm. at the helm. And everybody at the time was kind of expecting, you know, you're in the Rumble season, uh, you're getting to WrestleMania season eventually. This was, oh, this is post-Rumble. This is like the week after the Rumble. Right, and so you're heading into, you're on the road to WrestleMania already, and chances are we all knew that some of these people would end up getting called up. Two of them did. There was the threat of four of them because Champa. who knows if Champa and Gargano would have gotten called up if Champa wasn't injured. I don't know. but uh, but everybody was sort of expecting some of these guys to be gone, and of course that ended up uh, happening. But you know this really was a special lineup, and it's not surprising. It's actually a pretty inspired move to make this the halftime yeah, heat. Yeah, as a, as a time capsule of arguably peak NXT. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard yeah. to beat it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you want to distill the essence of what NXT is like during 2019, latter half of 2018. This is pretty much it. Yep, that's it. That's it, absolutely. Great stuff. Can't wait to go um, back to the Performance Center and see that again. Yeah, it'd be fun to check that out for once. Almost put on that uh, fatal five-way match for number one contender of the NXT title to whomever, you know, Adam Cole eventually won it. That was mm-hmm. a really fun match. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, to face Gargano at TakeOver New York. Um, just thought this one was a bit more fun. NXT has so many, and I think this is the only NXT match we have on. No, 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 that's right. Yeah, later on, yeah, we've got, yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty. Really good stuff. 
Um, but my God, I mean, they just have so much, so much amazing. I mean, you can, you can take a look at any takeover and pick out matches from it. I mean, it's just, it's what NXT is, man. Stacked. Yeah. It's stacked. Absolutely stacked. And it's not, it's not going away, man. You got people like, I really do hope they make this an NXT yearly tradition to halftime heat Mm -hmm. because I mean, look who you'd got coming up, assuming everybody stays where they are. I mean, look at who you have coming up like next February, for example, or next Super Bowl. You've got guys like Matt Riddle, uh, Keith Lee, hopefully Keith Lee. Uh, I mean, Cole still Priest. there. Damian Priest, uh, Gargano still there. Assuming he's still going to be there. There's still a lot of talent mm-hmm. that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kushida, mm-hmm. put Kushida there, mm-hmm. you know, my God. Yep. And they don't seem to be slowing down on signing. Nope. So not at all. Good stuff. Anyways, continuing on number nine, nine. Okada versus Jay White at MSG, the, yeah, the G1 G1's Supercard. Card. Main event for the IWGP Heavyweight title. Uh, Jay White had beat Okada at the previous Wrestle Kingdom and then at New Beginning defeated uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. We had heard that that was sort of, the, the he was sort of taking the Kenny role since Kenny Omega had left for All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jay White seemingly was pushed to the main event maybe... A year or two early than maybe he should have. Um, you know, since he's debuted at Switchblade, uh, he's he's seemingly week after week, month after month, found uh, a way to better embody that character. Mm-hmm. I think now with the, the facial hair, he's finally getting there. Yeah. He's looking a bit more leathery, yeah. a bit more grizzled. Yeah. And I just think with experience, uh, he'll find the true voice of Switchblade Jay White. I it's think, still a work yeah, in progress. He's super young. I think you also... There is an element also of his heavyweight title run maybe even being necessary to keep that growth going. Mm-hmm. Big spotlight on him. Yeah. You know, huge spotlight. And that's going to age a person. Yeah. That's going to build character. You take the title back off him like they did here at the G1 Supercard. And, you know, he's only going to get better. Now yeah. he's ha- now he has that under his belt. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, no damage Because here's the thing. By all accounts, uh, he comported himself excellently in the ring. Oh, yeah, of This course. match yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, his match against uh, Tanahashi, really good. His match against Okada at Wrestle Kingdom was really good. Just the end was a bit abrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it was really the match of, or the, the story of Ado, Okada reborn, reclaiming what is pretty much his, and that's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He, for the last, like, three years, he's had that belt for a vast majority of it. Um, and and it, it, it was one thing at Wrestle Kingdom for him to be Okada reborn, the shorts came back, mm-hmm. um, but uh, in that match he couldn't overcome the specter of Gato. Mm-hmm. This match he did, yeah. Um, and there were some great moments. That there was a moment kind of halfway through where Okada goes for a rainmaker, and kind of hearkening back to one of his matches against Kenny Omega, uh, Jay White just collapses mm-hmm. yeah. um, to avoid it. And the finish was awesome because Okada hits two rainmakers, a tombstone, then a third rainmaker to put him away. This um, one where Okada didn't he didn't he hit like a fun splash on both Gato and Okada like going outside the barricade mm-hmm, or something like that mm-hmm, or the barrier or whatever yeah um, yeah no this was this is a tremendously fun match the crowd was was fantastic oh, hell yeah, at man. Madison Square Garden um, it was a great time to do it and uh, yeah Okada is still our yeah yeah <laughs> okay sometimes I just lose touch he just with New defeated, Japan uh, Jericho at Dominion oh that's right. <laughs> man. I was telling you earlier, I was like, oh, I got to watch that Dragon Lee match. 
I totally watched it yeah, already. I thought you might have. But there's yeah. a lot going on in wrestling right That's now. True. My there's head, my head is. And so, your head is about five thousand miles. It's, it's around already, the world. I'm already so. gone, man. I'm already gone. So I, I guess I understand that. <laughs> All right, uh, who's Okada going to face at Wrestle Kingdom for a title? Is it going to be Naito or is it going to be Ibushi? Like you're asking the guy who just admitted he didn't know who the heavyweight champion. Kind of has to be Naito. I feel like it's going to be Naito again. I wonder uh, if they're going to leave the door open. So Naito has talked about having both titles. Uh-huh. So that's cool. Um, that could happen. I generally think that when somebody talks about something, they're going to do it. Yeah. Undisputed Era, I think they're going to be draped in gold. Naito, I think he's going to do a, a twofer. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's, again, you go back to, you know, if, if it's going to happen to Wrestle Kingdom, they're going to have another title change there where historically it doesn't really happen. Yeah, it doesn't really ever happen. But, I mean, it just did, so maybe they're just all yeah. bets are off now. Could be, could be. That was a different circumstance because... Well, it wasn't publicly announced. I'm not entirely sure. New Japan at that time knew Kenny was leaving. I guess seeing what the what happened with being the elite three days earlier, mm-hmm. it's not too hard to connect the dots. Right? No. Yeah. So yeah, obviously special circumstance, but still they did it. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they were so hung up on tradition, they probably could have done it a different way mm-hmm. at a different place. New Year's Dash, even something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I I I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd probably have to be Naito. They seem to be. He see he's on an upswing now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe this is his. This is a true redemption tale after be. a couple of years of yeah. misery. Whoa. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Number eight. Eight. Will Ospreay versus Dragon Lee for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight yes, Championship. Yes, this is that Dominion. At Dominion. Oh man, I could have easily put uh, at least four Will Ospreay matches on this list. What a mark. No, he's just had a really good run, especially the really best of the Super year. Juniors. Uh, so this match is on here, and obviously his match against Shingo Takagi is on here. I'm not going to tell you when. spoiler alert, I'm please. I'm not going to say where. Um, I've really enjoyed Will's match against El Phantasmo mm-hmm. because it was so different than any other Osprey match I'd seen. Because so it, it was more of a brawl. I didn't it was a match. brawl. Yeah. Uh, Will starts out just going after El Phantasmo. The story is, is that uh, Will is going after some measure of retribution against LP. Mm-hmm. I think that's for beating him in the past. I'm not sure exactly. Um, and so it's a brawl. They go up uh, up into the crowd at Currican Hall, uh, and they come back down. And it's, it's, a, it's a super physical match. There's some high-flying stuff. Did but, anybody roll down the stairs? Like uh, Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I yeah, I believe happens. Will did a little bit. Didn't Takahashi roll yeah, down? Yeah, last year's fi- in last year's yeah. final for the best that's super great. Yeah, that's they kind of awesome. harken back to that because it was in the same area where they were Okay, all right, all right. That's cool. Um that's a really fun match. The finish of Osprey's match against Bandito at Best Super Juniors is crazy and mm-hmm. really cool, and there's some mm-hmm. really cool moments there. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of settled on on the two most high profile matches. Yeah, sure. Of that run, mm-hmm. um, this being the second at Dominion for the title, and uh, you know there's that spot where Dragon Lee lays out Osprey with that suicide dive while Osprey's oh, like kind of like supported up on the barricade, but like just the the the, the the effort and the story and, and the creativity of this match is all off the charts. Who's got a better suicide dive? Dragon Lee or uh, Ray Phoenix? Fizella? I was going to say Phoenix. Oh, Ray Phoenix. Oh, God, that's a tough choice. <laughs> they, all, they both like going in the crowd. And they both like, they jump out like they're shot out of a cannon. <laughs> I know. Who do you think could go further into the crowd? Here's the thing. I feel like Ray Phoenix might cause more damage. Yeah, sure. Because he doesn't just go head first. He goes to the ropes and does like a half flip. Yeah. So he's kind of like doing a flying senton. Yeah. So I think he will, he could take like 
more people out. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where I haven't seen Dragon Lee do that. He just does a traditional yeah. suicide dive. Yeah. I'll give the edge to Ray Phoenix, but limited sample size. On top of that, Ray Phoenix has the benefit of knowing that he's doing it. And when he does it, to the degree that he can do it, it's in AAA and nobody really cares if you take out like a bunch of I mean, people. He took out- including the wife of the president yeah, of the yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a great Ray Phoenix. We'll talk about Ray Phoenix more later on. Um, Just tremendous. Yes. Awesome. Um, a lot of great spots. I'm not going to go through it all. Um, but uh, see Osprey uh, go through the journey he did in mm-hmm. Best of Super Juniors. Best Shingo, who at the time was undefeated yeah. in New Japan. And then to go and to claim the title for, I think, the third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been a spectacular run for And there's him. something about this time that just seems more special. I mean, many people have made this comparison. They're saying he's, he's going to be the guy that they're going to look to. And he's taken it upon himself to sort of fill the hole that Kenny Omega has mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. in terms of having a best bout machine run. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, he's even said, you know, he want, obviously he wants to be in the G1. He's going to be in the G1. And uh, he wants to take on not just juniors, but he wants to take on heavyweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and he's bulking up. And he's moved to Japan. He's, mo- he's moved to Japan. Um, and he does seem to be transitioning in certain ways to a style that will uh, prolong his career. Yeah. You know, because the way he was going a year or two ago, it was, you know, he was going to be done by the time he was 30. Yeah, it was going to be a... You know, in terms of the the breakdown of his body, I'd heard people speculating it could be like a dynamite kid situation where yeah. uh, he put his body in the line so often, work hurt, um, that it seemed like a near certainty that by the time he was 30, he wouldn't be able to perform at that same level mm-hmm, anymore. Yeah. He's adapted his style, bulked up, uh, is a bit more picky about when he does the crazy mm-hmm. spots. Which I, which I appreciate makes him all the so more much. effective. I appreciate that so much. I, I don't like to see... Look, it's funny because you see this stuff happen in New Japan and... You know, uh, example, the, the Kota Bushi uh, Naito uh, bit where Naito bit where they, you know, on the apron, Kota Bushi's neck went the wrong way. Um, and, you know, we saw that with uh, Marty Skrull and, and Osprey last year. And it's just I don't I, I'm not a fan of seeing guys really hurt themselves. Uh, I know this is wrestling, wrestling and its physicality and, and, you know, for the drama, they do certain things. But uh, but my thing is, if you can tell a great story in the ring, that's all I'm asking for. Yes. All the other, you know, stuff is is superfluous to that. Mm-hmm. I just want a really good story, and he seems to be really, really taking that aspect of things yeah. much more seriously now, as opposed to just relying on the flippy stuff. Yeah, doing all sorts of crazy spots and all sorts of super athletics. He's still immensely athletic, and mm-hmm. he's still oh, yeah, sure. he's just found a better way to incorporate his his immense athleticism into uh, telling a good story yeah definitely a special special wrestler yes the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Number seven. Seven. SmackDown gauntlet match. So this is the first yes. gauntlet match. Correct. And the Elimination Chamber took place February 12th, 2019. An injured Mustafa Ali uh, was replaced by Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. in this match. And Kofi went on. You, This is speculation. I'm not sure if anybody's actually pinned this down, but it's pretty obvious. 
Kofi Kingston ran the gauntlet the way Mustafa Ali probably would have yes, yes. to launch him into contendership, which was the rumor at the time. Yeah. And uh, it launched Kofi Kingston into a whole new strata of his Not own. Not just contendership, to championship. To mania championship win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was an amazing, amazing uh, performance, comparable to what uh, uh, Seth did the year prior sure. in a similar situation. Um, although, considering the circumstances, uh, Kofi's performance may have eclipsed Seth because it literally launched him into winning a title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Seth wasn't that fortunate. Right. Um, so uh, these are the people that Kofi had to defeat during the course of his run. He beat then-champion Daniel Bryan. Following that up, um, he beat Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. And then, by this point, prematurely beat up, beat Samoa Joe with a roll-up, and then Joe beat him up a ton. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then AJ comes out. Gets Joe off Kofi. And there's this great moment in the ring where AJ says to Kofi, you don't have to fight. You don't have to do yeah, this. Yeah. You're putting yourself through hell to get to this match. You don't have to do this anymore. It's fine. And Kofi gets in his face and says, come on, fight me. Starts pushing says, him, yeah. he, he starts like, you know, like hitting himself. Like, fight me. Come on. Yeah, come on. And pie faces AJ, essentially. Um, and uh, so they fight. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the story of that particular segment of the match is AJ's is working over Kofi's leg, mm-hmm. and which eventually leads to Kofi tapping out yeah. to a calf crusher. And the New Day come out, and they help him backstage to a standing ovation. It was, it was one of those performances that reminded the crowd of how great Kofi is, not just in terms of his athleticism, which is incredible, because we've seen him do all sorts of awesome, incredible spots for the Rumble. So everybody knows he's a, he's a, a, you know, a world-class athlete. Yeah. Not only uh, in terms of, of, of his wrestling ability, but in ter- how well he could tell a story. Mm-hmm. Just that moment I mentioned with AJ, where he's getting in AJ's face because AJ's like, hey, we all respect you. You don't have to do this. You've done enough. You've just, done enough. Yeah. Of course, the subtext there is just forfeit. Yeah. Just walk away and let me yeah. get Just lay down. Let me get a W. Exactly. Um, and, and the passion, which he was up in AJ's face, who was still at the time top guy at SmackDown. Yeah. You know, saying, come on, fight me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not backing down from anybody. Mm-hmm. I want this opportunity. I need to go out here and, and as, as, as Kofi Kingston, prove myself again. And it was just awesome. Yeah. And it was like universally across the board. It was like, oh, yeah, Kofi, Kofi Mania, this needs to happen. Kofi turned a corner here. Yeah. And uh, it was this sort of sleeping giant was awoken, awoken. awakened. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, it propelled him. Of course, he had to go through another gauntlet, and then the New Day had to go through their own gauntlet. Yeah, there's a bunch of and, gauntlets. And both of those matches also were very, very special in their own way as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was a moment with the Usos in the New Day, um, and that was something else. And then finally, in the end, Vince says, Oh, yeah. But kind of the forgotten aspect of this gauntlet match, which I actually kind of forgot about until I reviewed my notes, is that after AJ beats Kofi, Randy Orton runs in through the crowd, hits an RKO on AJ, mm-hmm. and wins. So he enters the Elimination Chamber match last, actually. But in the span of like 90 seconds, they managed to establish Kofi as a contender for the title. Mm-hmm. AJ, of course, is already there. And then they kind of kickstart the feud between AJ and Randy Orton for yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Just in terms of getting a lot of storytelling done in about 90 seconds yeah. is actually a pretty well done bit. Well, the great thing about it too, is that they have that hard finish. Well, obviously this is SmackDown. They've always had it. Mm-hmm. And that the, the finish to Kofi AJ, when all was said and done, it was time for Orton. It was like 20 seconds before eight o'clock before the, the hard quit to the it's show. Super quick. 
And and so it's literally just like there are just enough seconds for Orton to run in, hit the RKO out of nowhere, and then get the pin. And as soon as he put his hands up to pose, that's it, mm-hmm. that show. Mm-hmm. So all this happened in less than 30 seconds. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, it was pretty amazing. It was, it was really something else. And boy, oh boy, SmackDown was firing on all cylinders. Oh, hell yeah, man. Too bad it's not the same right now. Well, Thanks, wild card rule. You know what? We'll get it back one day. We'll get it back. I hope so, Steve. I Mo- hope so. Moving on, number six. Six. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Hold on. Do it again. There you go. You're supposed to do it, too. Oh, sorry. There you go. There we go. Yeah. So uh, we got to see this live at yeah. Double or Nothing. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I love the kind of, especially for the initial part of the match, the story for the Young Bucks is they got ring rust. Yeah. I like that. They were all over the place. They were, they did not have nearly the chemistry they're used to. Evidently, it's not like riding a bike, Larson. No. You can't just get up and everything's fine. You need to keep on doing it. Like you said, that was the build to this on being the elite. Yeah. was ring rust. Uh, and, of course, they had uh, beaten Lucha Brothers in an impromptu match at, uh, was it Triple Main? It was Raider Reyes. Raider Reyes, yeah. Uh, so they came into this with the AAA tag titles. Uh, we kind of figured it was a foregone conclusion that they would just drop them here. Uh, but no, that didn't happen until later because they kept them here. Yeah, and, so. they, and they lost them at the subsequent mm-hmm. uh, AAA show, AAA show yeah. a few weeks back. Um, we were talking about Ray Phoenix earlier. And there was a spot in this match that blew my mind. So he is, he, you know, he's pretty comfortable walking, jumping up and down the ropes, all that kind of stuff. Oh from my the second God. rope, the third yeah. rope, doing all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. So there is a spot where he's up there. Um, he's got a, a, on one side of him, one young buck. Mm-hmm. On the other side, another one. And... While standing on the top rope, manages to super kick one of them and then jump over and <laughs> yeah. do a Hurricane Rana off the top rope onto the other one. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. Absolutely insane. I keep on meaning I meant to like go back and, and get double nothing, but I don't know if they have a discount after the fact. I don't know either. Because I don't really want to pay 50 bucks for mm-hmm. something that happened like a while ago, mm-hmm. and I already saw it live. Yeah, I don't know. And also, like I mentioned this great spot where uh, Penta was on the apron. He uh, jumps off his brother's back. Uh, hits, I think, Nick Jackson with a destroyer. Mm-hmm. And then back in the ring, Pent- or, uh, Phoenix does a springboard and does a destroyer on the other Young Buck. Just absolutely insane yeah. stuff. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. insane. But then, you know, the story was Young Bucks eventually get the ring rust off. Um, they hit their patented stuff. We saw Matt give a shout out to El Generico with a, a, a brain buster on the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy. We, saw, we got to see Pentagon uh, break Matt's arm. We got to see Pentagon do the gory bomb package pile driver combo. Um, and uh, But in the end, Young Bucks picked up the win with a Melster driver. Yep, yep. So the elite were going over at well, except for double Kenny. or nothing, except for Kenny. Except for Kenny. That's right, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, just terrific, terrific stuff. Yeah, one of the best tag matches I've seen in a long time. It was uh, electric being there live. That was mm-hmm. just a fantastic weekend. We had, of course, Frendo Fest. Yeah. 60 people showing up. Yeah, man, that was great. Friendos. Holy moly. I wonder what it's jury's still out whether when Friendo Fest 2 will be taking place. Yeah. Unknown. Right unknown, now. yes. Unknown. unknown. Unknown as of now, but maybe by the time this airs, it will still be unknown. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Anyways, let's move on. Number five. Five. Walter. No. Walter. Thank you. Versus Peter Dune. Thank you. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. This, this is like the f- uh, NXT Sorry. TakeOver Blackpool. Yeah. NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. No, 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 no. This is in New York. 
NXT, what? It was in New oh, York. this is a takeover takeover. That's right. Yeah, it was takeover yeah. in New York. That's right. This is like Walter's first real proper one-on-one match. Like he had other matches that were more or less squash matches. Well, I guess he had a match against Mark Coffey that was a little more elongated, I think. His um, first match was against Jack Stars. Yeah, that wasn't much of a match. Though. That wasn't a match. But I think he had a match against Mark Coffey before this one. That actually was given more than like three minutes. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, but anyway, this was a, 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 a long proper showcase for why Walter is going to be a huge part of NXT UK going forward. Mm-hmm. This is one of those matches that just hurt to watch. Yeah. And it's not just because Walter was chopping the hell out of Pete Dunne's chest and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the back, yeah. It was just, uh, it, it just hurt. It hurt to watch mm-hmm. between the chops, uh, uh, Pete Dunne stretching Walter, uh, working over his joints. Um, you had a bit where they were trading Danielson stomps. That means grabbing the arms and kicking the other person in the head. Yeah, they're, both of their arsenals are, are things that look like they really hurt. Like the fact, that, the fact that that noise that comes from that. No, it's this. Is, it's the it's arm smacking the, the ribcage. Oh, that's right. It's just this. Yeah. That's right. That still looks like it hurts, though. I know. Like, I mean, I'm not sure how, how soft you can do this. Well, I think the, the key is you, keep, you don't keep the, the wrists. This is the speculation. Rigid. If you keep the wrist rigid, then it's going to do this. But you keep the wrist kind of loose. Yeah. And so you're just doing this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maintaining more or less the same position for the hands. Yeah. But, man, all that stuff. But even even so, even if the noises aren't real, when they do the stuff that's like that, I that know. hurts. This just this hurts. I know. And they, like, go all, oh, man. They go back pretty far right now. I don't have very stretchy. I'm sure they do their Yeah, they got to stretch that. They got to stretch that out, man. A lot. But, oh, my God. That's, oh, boy. Yeah. Ouch. I don't know how far back I can go. How far back can you go? That's okay. Is that good? Oh, well, it's pretty good, actually. Like, that's okay. Ah! Hurts oh, a little bit. Looks like it hurts. But, but that's uh, me doing it to myself. If someone else was doing it and not... So. And you don't want to be a little, you know... You don't want to be a little bee and be like, oh, God, that hurts. It's like, no, that, my finger. No. Yeah. <laughs> right? Please, Peter Dune, don't hurt Please me. Please don't hurt me now. No, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And then, of course, obviously, the Walter Chops. Yeah. But, yeah, it was all... This match just really hurt. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt bad. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app 
or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And it had the, the right amount of, of, of clumsy to it. Mm-hmm. It made it feel like a real fight. Yeah. Um, there were a ton of power bombs in it. Um, some top rope spots. Finished with uh, Walter hitting a power bomb off the second rope to I escape no, a triangle. I have zero bendability right here. Yeah. Like How yours, flexible yours go are back like that? Do years again? Oh my God, that's hold on. that's impressive. Look, mine don't do anything. How flexible are you overall, though? <laughs> Look at me. Well, I mean, I'm not. not I don't really. know. Yeah, I don't know. No, not really. I've gotten a bit more flexible. I need to do more yoga. I need to do yoga. No, I found doing deadlifts will help you get your yeah. hamstrings loosened up and get All some right. stronger. That's cool. I want to do yoga. Yeah, yoga is good for that too. Mm-hmm. But you should start doing deadlifts. Yeah. Don't do heavy weight. Just do deadlifts. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, man. Probably not. Anyways, continue with the match. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the finish. Uh, uh, Walter's on the top rope. Peter Dune's up there. Breaks the fingers. Puts Walter in a triangle-type deal. And then Walter uh, uses his immense strength. Picks up Peter Dunn. Drops him with the power bomb from the second rope. And then hits uh, a huge splash off the top rope. Big, giant baby man splash. Yeah, for the win. Big German baby. Again, just felt like it hurt. Mm-hmm. Everything just felt like it really hurt. Who takes that title off of Walter? Walter. I don't know. Marcel Bartel. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd like to say Jordan Devlin if they can recreate what happened at OTT, but I don't know if that's going to happen because I think Jordan Devlin. Didn't he just? No, Travis Banks won that. Yeah, he's got his match on it. And, oh, no, I, I, I think I think you're right. I think that. I think that they have the blueprint for how to do it. And it it's Jordan be, Devlin. Yeah, they might think it's going to be Ilya. Because apparently that he and Ilya and Walter had a really good program in WXW. I don't see that. I don't. I would have to be so... I, I am in such a hole in terms of being convinced that Ilya is legit. That I, I don't... I, I want to see, see him it. in a real match. Yeah. Well, he kind of had one with Joe Connors. Yeah. Joe Connors is no Jack Stars yet. I know, but feels he's, like it. He's he's basically he's not a complete pushover, but he hasn't won a match in forever. But it was a match. But it wasn't terribly competitive. All right, so you're talking about you want to see Ilya versus like a Tyler Bate. Yes, right. Or a Travis Banks. Yeah, yeah, or a Travis Banks. An upper mid card face yeah. or heel. I don't know. I guess Ilya's kind of a face. I don't know. I, mean, I think I think people connect. Ilya Jordan. versus give me Ilya versus Joe Coffey. Jordan Devil. Yeah, that'd be good. Jordan Devlin is so ingrained in the hearts and minds of that scene. And he's amazing. Well, beyond the fact that he's amazing, he is so woven into the fabric mm-hmm. as one of the most legitimate guys there. I think thanks in part to the OTT stuff. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they have that blueprint. That crowd would go absolutely mm-hmm. maniacal mm-hmm. for Jordan Devlin. You know, And you do the thing where you don't, you don't have him start being cool with the crowd. Keep Jordan Devlin, Jordan Devlin, but just, you know. Ha- oh, man. Tweener. He's so good. Tweener. He's so good. Yeah, tweener, exactly. Yeah. And I have faith that UK will do it. Yeah. I don't know who. It's probably Triple H. I don't know I don't who know. really runs that stuff. I don't know either. Well, it's Sid Scala. Oh, I'll, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> How can I doubt Sid? It's uh, Sid Scala is the shadow government. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, what's his face? Johnny For Johnny Saint. Saint. The puppet Johnny this Saint. new gimmick, Deep State Sid Scala. <laughs> deep, state, deep State Sid Scala. That's a mouthful. Try to say that 10 times fast. <laughs> oh, savvy Sid. 
<laughs> Psycho Sid. Psycho Savvy Sid. Sid. Savvy Sid. Deep State Sid. Deep State Sid. Uh, <laughs> that's good. All right, let's keep on going here. Oh, yeah, Walter won that match. Yeah. Number four. Four. Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. In terms of emotion, mm-hmm. oh, man. And on top of that, it was just a damn good match. It was match. an awesome match. Yeah. I don't know if uh, maybe the match at number two could, is the closest rival in terms of emotion. But you get emotion. You get history. There, there's so much going into this match, uh, going into it, that uh, it, 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 the, the, the match was wrestled that played into the emotion of the match. Mm-hmm. Going into it, you have the story of, of Kofi, who his, his path to this match mirrored Daniel Bryan just five years ago. Um, someone who, who got the crowd behind him and was, was pushed by the WWE Universe into a title match and his, and his foil this time around uh, is not in Daniel Bryan's case Randy Orton and Dave Batista two guys although Batista just returned deeply ingrained in you know a very specific period of WWE that being the mid-aughts what we have now is Kofi facing off with the guy who was in his position five years ago Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan is now the one calling Kofi the B-plus player mm-hmm. um, and Vince is now the one calling Kofi, the B plus, the player. B plus player. Mm. Um, so the just that story unto itself, the emotion of the moment, the 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 tenure that Kofi had with the company leading up to this, the history making aspect of the match, everything leading up to it, it was such a cathartic emotional moment when Kofi finally won. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I really want to ch- watch the main event for WrestleMania 30. And this back to back to see, oh, to see if any parallels or oh, I'm sure references. Are. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. Daniel Bryan is a very savvy guy too. Yeah, um, yeah. To see Kofi celebrate with his family, celebrate it was great. With the New Day, and have a uh, New Day bring back the uh, the WWE title. That was get rid of the green one. Although I like the green one. I, like that, I think going into it, didn't I? You didn't you you and I both agreed that out of the three big matches, which all ended up going the way yeah, the, the face the, wins, face wins. Uh, that was one that most likely was going to be this one. Yeah, I, you had some reservations about this. I didn't have reservations about. It. I thought it it, it might have been a scenario. Well, where Vince is, Vince might be Vince. It yeah, was your it, point? It was it, the point was that Vince might uh, not have Kofi win it here. This is the heat for heat's sake thing. Mm-hmm, yeah, where rather than having a, an awesome cathartic emotional moment that everybody could celebrate in unison in this giant stadium, mm-hmm. seventy thousand people uh, celebrating in unison. Uh, that he would be like, okay, I'm going to give him Seth and Becky as champion. So uh, we'll have Daniel Bryan win. He'll be like the most, he'll have all the heat in the world on him. Yeah. And then maybe down the line, we'll, put, we'll give Kofi the belt. Yeah. I saw that as a distinct possibility. Mm-hmm. Happy it didn't happen. Yeah, no, totally. Because, I mean, there's a history there in the WWE, yes, that kind of stuff. Yes. And, you know, we, d- we didn't think that they would give the fans what they wanted in all three instances. We yeah. thought two out of the three, maybe, but not all three of them. But the way they spaced it out in the car, and the car was like 10 hours long. Yeah. By the time uh, Kofi and Daniel Bryan's match happened, Seth had just won the Universal title three hours prior. Yeah, a, yeah. the the length of a ba- basically a pay-per-view. A normal prior. pay-per-view. Yeah. And then three hours mm-hmm. forward, Becky Lynch would win. Yeah. So they, in that sense, they did they booked the card right to space mm-hmm. those things out. So you have the... And 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 they booked the wins all completely differently. You know, Seth pretty much had to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took a shot to the front area. Yep. Um, uh, even without kind of the botchy nature of the finish of the main event, it took a roll up from Becky to beat Ronda. This was the most definitive 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Kofi bested Daniel Bryan yeah. in a wrestling match. Yeah. No outside interference. No cheap shots. No weird shoulder up finish no. type situation. No. no. Ref getting confused. and No, none sweaty. of that. It was definitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Moving on. Number three. Three. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. You can take your pick. One or two. Two. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'd probably go. I like best two out of three falls match. I yeah, do that, too. I know, I know, I know the finish. I know, but there is something like a little. You know, most matches you want you you want them to leave you with a memorable hook, a memorable thing. And Gargano playing Roman Reigns and kicking out of everything is kind of the memorable thing, like it or not, about that first match. The second match was just. a Damn good match. The second match was a really well-told, well-paced story. Mm-hmm. That I just it's yeah, it, it's it's it was literally the thing where Gar you could have run him over the bus, he would have kicked out. That wasn't the first one. The, two the out first of three one, yeah. Match, it was just yeah. too much. It was cartoonish. It was over the top, and I feel like this they realized that, and the second match felt way more grounded. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and for that reason, it was way more effective. It had nothing to do with competitors. Mm-hmm. I like Adam Cole a lot. I was I was up I wasn't so much upset that he lost I was upset that he lost in such a cartoonish over the top fashion. He got so much flack. For I know. That. Oh, I know. He's, oh, your guy doesn't win, so he gets. And it, had, it didn't really have if 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 the finish to the first match was as grounded as believable as the second match. I've been wow, that was a hell of a match. I honestly believe that if it had gone the other way and Adam Cole was kicking out of everything, it would have felt cheaper yeah. for Adam Cole yeah. uh, if that was the case. And this, uh, to have won it that way. And this, I just thought, you're right, I just thought that it was it was silly and it made Adam Cole's finishers look weak, which mm-hmm. they've kind of just established that his finishers are just weak. He needs, like, he multiples has, well, of everything. He has everything. to do a combo of Panama Sunrise and then last mm-hmm. shot to, yeah. to win a match now. Yeah, yeah. no. Which I, I can watch Panama Sunrise all the time. Oh, it's spectacular. And, and I think Halftime Heat was the first time he did he had done that. I think it is, too. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, I mean, at the end of that first match, Undisputed Eric, like a bunch of bumbling fools, mm-hmm. just couldn't do anything. Yeah, but people love that match. People love that match. So oh, I know. It's, I know. And we're so we're so because I agree with you. I know that the kickout stuff is kind of hard to, to digest. Um, but it is funny that we are so in the minority on this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mike Melser gave it like five and a half stars, something like that. What did he give? Uh, five two, and a quarter. Five and a quarter versus five and a half. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, just for me, like guy who can kick out of anything isn't, isn't that compelling of a story. Meltzer loves the PWG stuff, and that's such a PWG. You just kick out of everything. Over and over again. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this is definitely a turning into uh, one of the better stories of the year, mm-hmm. obviously. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not given the injury of Tommaso Ciampa, uh, you know, the story doesn't have that level of emotional complexity, or but depth, it's a different yeah. thing. It's it is a completely different thing. different thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't have stories. Stories like Gargano Ciampa are once in a generation. Mm-hmm. Stories with that amount of emotion, that amount of depth. I love that the Undisputed Era and Adam Cole, their motivation versus Ciampa's motivation, motivations are so different. Mm-hmm. They're different animals. They're different beasts. The Undisputed Era, they want to run NXT. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Cole said, you know, even Triple H won't be able to stop us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, calling out the, the boss, the yeah. hierarchy, the authority there. Uh, whereas with Champ, it was all personal. It was all personal. He, just wanted like, his he moment, named his the title Goldie. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he, per, he personified it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, but no, these, I mean, both matches, in, in, even if you take, if you take out the, uh, the, the silly finish, uh, at the end of the two out of three falls match, the rest of the match. Oh, it's great. Is spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just in, absolutely in terms of the, the effort, both these guys put into to both matches, it's, it's just unquestionable, unquestionably some really great stuff. And you know, it's not on them that it was kind of overbooked towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Number two, two, Cody versus Dustin at all or double or nothing, all out, all, all double, double or, or nothing. nothing out. Yeah, yeah. Talk about emotion. Yes, this match was pure emotion. The story of Cody cleansing Dustin of the sins of being WWE, essentially. <laughs> right. Well, Cody wanted to destroy the Attitude Era. Yes, and uh, it even featured. In a very cheesy moment at the beginning, him taking a sledgehammer to a fake breakaway chair. Yeah. Uh, throne, Triple H's throne. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and in fact, like the match, like stunned me with just how good the storytelling was. Dustin, of course, memorable for bleeding all over a the place. Ton. A ton. Uh, my God, though, the storytelling and the emotion of this match yeah. were next level. Because you got, you got the match like the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers match, which you know is going to be filled with a bunch of amazing spots. And Cody and Dustin match, the high-impact spots were kept to an absolute minimum to make them as impactful as possible yeah. in relation to the story being told. Yeah. Because um, you didn't see anything terribly crazy um, till Dustin hits like a destroyer powerbomb. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was like two-thirds of the way through the match. That Other was what, crazy, yeah. Beyond that, it was... Some some uh, submission holds a lot of a lot of strikes. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, uh, uh, Dustin gets Cody set up in the corner for a front area kick. Mm-hmm. Cody takes off the turnbuckle cover and throws it towards Dustin. Dustin tosses the crowd, charges towards Cody. Cody gets off the the, the rope, and Dustin hits uh, head first into the exposed turnbuckle, and then mm-hmm. he starts just bleeding everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and then uh, Cody takes off his weight belt. Uh, Dustin gets it, pulls down Cody's pants and starts spanking him with it. Yeah. And then after that, that's when business really started picking up. We saw the, the aforementioned destroyer powerbomb. Uh, Dustin hits a superplex and a final cut for two. Dustin goes for crossroads. Cody hits a low blow. He hits disaster kick and crossroads for a two. Dustin hits uh, another or final cut. He gets a two, but then Cody hits a vertebraker. Crossroads for the win, but they really brought it home after the match. Cody grabs a mic. And says, you know, hey, I got a match coming up at Fight for the Fallen against the Young Bucks. I don't have anybody to fight with as a partner. But right now, I don't need a friend. I don't need a partner. I need my older brother. Yeah. 
But he said it in a way that was like echoed sort of Kirk at the end of Wrath of uh, Khan. Yeah, Superman 2. Yeah. Through cheers. Did you say Superman 2? Oh, oops. (laughs) Star Trek (laughs) 2. That's great. That'd be awesome if Kirk was in Superman (laughs) 2. Would he be Superman or Zod, though? He'd be Kirk! Oh, just Kirk in there. He'd be a triple threat. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) Zod, you are now human. Human. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think anybody in the crowd expected this match to be what it was. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't. Mm-hmm. I got up to go get some food. Um, and I was watching it on the monitor, and there I was like, man, this is really shaping up to be a decent match. Yeah. And then uh, I go back out there, and that's when business really started picking up, and the crowd was just like eating it up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, nobody, like, people just sort of expected this to be like a WWE match. Yeah, it wasn't that. And it wasn't that at all. It was man. like an old school. I don't know, like Which late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, like you match. expected it to be that, but holy crap, the With, emotion! Like in terms of the the level of physicality of it, mm-hmm. in terms of how the match was 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 wrestled, especially the first half, it felt very much like that. But with an emphasis on storytelling that you see far more often. Yeah, today. exactly. Yeah. With other, you know, it wasn't just the story of 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 one man fighting another, but there was stuff going on. Yeah. You know, and it helped. They had those awesome video packages leading up to it. Man, that is another thing that like. I really hope, and I mean, just this was our first look at what all he could potentially look mm-hmm. like on a weekly television basis, and the video packages oh, man. were so, good. so wonderfully done. Um, I mean, there was some, you know, throughout the show, there was some cheesiness, some goofiness, uh, and there's a time and place for that. But man, they brought the drama when they had to, which yeah. is fortuitous for TNT, yeah, because they know they drama. know drama, yeah. Anyways, let's do the best match now of the year so far. Number one, you mentioned it earlier, Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takagi. Oh, my gosh. Best of the Super Juniors finals. Oh, gosh. Crazy. This match hurt to watch. This, it was actually just, if you're watching on YouTube, it was, yeah, a half, it was, it was like it, a couple of Rams. It was a half hour of them on all fours. Jockeying for position, <laughs> butting heads, yes. No. That's no. why I felt like it hurt. It did. This match did look like it hurt, man. Because Shingo worked so damn stiff. Yeah. Even his worst punches, like he gets so in the corner and starts jabbing him. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I know. Look like they hurt. Well, yeah, man. So going into this, you had... He ain't Sh- no Shane McMahon. No. You had Shingo, who had been undefeated during his run in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> had run the table in the tournament thus far. Right. I'm going to start doing this, too. <laughs> um, and what seemed basically... <laughs> basic... I know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Um, Shingo seemed basically unstoppable. Yeah. And commentary mentioned several times where where every time an opponent thought they had Shingo on the ropes, ready to take the loss, he would come back and win. Mm -hmm. Like none of his matches lasted very long. He just ran through the field. Yeah. Whereas Osprey, he had to scratch and claw for every one of his wins. Seemingly, um, like a lot of his matches went over twenty minutes. His match against LP was over twenty minutes. Uh, the match against Bandito was like 15 or 18. Um, uh, you know, he had to really work for every one of his wins. Um, and so you have Shingo, who seems unstoppable, mm-hmm. against Os- Osprey, who had actually only lost two matches, one to LP, one to Robbie Eagles. Um, so it wasn't like he stumbled into the final by any stretch of imagination. On a collision course, and could Osprey be the one to finally stop Shingo? The answer was yes. Yes, he did. And did it in spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. fashion. Yeah. Just the ebbs and flow and the storytelling of the match and, and all the near falls and all the ridiculous, crazy spots. This is like a... It's like a 35-minute like match. 35 minute match, I think mm-hmm. it was. I want to mm-hmm. say it was like almost 40. And it never let up. Yeah. yeah. Never let yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I couldn't stop. Like I couldn't look at my phone at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just an absolute terrific match. And it really did like after this match, everybody was talking about it and you really got a sense, you know, with this coupled, especially with the dragon Lee match afterwards at dominion, you got a sense that, Oh man, Osprey, you, you can always sort of tell when somebody's doing something that's special mm-hmm. and they're taking that next step. And this was the first bit of that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, not just for Osprey, but for Shingo, mm-hmm. who unfortunately had a match against, uh, who is it? Uh, Kojima mm-hmm. at Dominion, which was a fine match. Yeah, it was fine. It just, I kind of feel like they probably should have put him in with somebody who's a bit more current. Oh, I know. But if the, the, the idea is that Shingo wants to test his medal against heavyweights and you got Kojima who's, who's been with new Japan forever. I know he's a former champion. Um, and someone kind of low enough on the card. What did Suzuki do at Dominion? He had that tag match. He had a tag match, yeah. Yeah, put that, in, put him in there against Suzuki. I mean, that's great. Because it's one thing to go against like a heavyweight, but if you really want to prove yourself, maybe somebody who's under seventy years old would be good. What about if you really want to test a medal against a heavyweight, put him in there against Bad Luck Fale, <laughs> exactly. or Haystacks Calhoun, or Leo Tonga. <laughs> well, he's just really tall. Yeah, but still, <laughs> <laughs> or Big Daddy. Isn't that what they call it? There's that dude in England named Big Daddy. Isn't that Haystacks Calhoun <laughs> under a different name? <laughs> Is it? Or are they you, two different you wrestlers? Might, no, you might be right. Oh, man. Well, I, was, I was just trying to think of wrestlers currently on the New Japan roster. Yeah. Not historically. Oh, just historically. Not the historical people. super heavyweights. Yes. All right. I thought we were going to go Hence, Bad Luck Fale. He's probably the, the largest competitor in New Japan. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Big Daddy Wrestler. Anyway, this match is spectacular. I'm excited to see what both Shingo and, uh, and Will do in the G1. Yeah, no, different people. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of surprising that Shingo was in Best of Super Juniors because I don't know if he is really a junior heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Because he's 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 a thick dude. Yeah, he doesn't even he doesn't look anything close to being a two hundred five guy. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in in New Japan, it's two hundred twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, he doesn't look like a. Well, he's built at two twelve. You put the you put him in there against like Dragon Lee, and it's like, what really? He's thick. Yeah, he is thick. He's thick. He's got, I mean, he kind of like physically, he kind of looks like a dude over 50. Like if you, if you don't look at his face, if you just look at his physique, cause he has kind of like the, I'm not going to say a belly at all, but he's not like trim in the midsection is my point. He's you thick. Know? He's thick. He's thick. <laughs> he's, he's muscular. He's thick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he still did that, that tope in the, in this match. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. The amount of velocity. It, it, it was where he was going to break his leg like TK Orion did. A couple years oh, back God, in the same yeah. kind of spot because his legs hit the barricade. But I think his, I think his, even his legs are probably thick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just a thick dude. Yeah. Fuck Anyways, him. awesome, incredible match. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Man, if anybody out there hasn't checked out New Japan World, the streaming service, it's freaking fantastic. It is so good. And it's like the the interface leaves a little bit to be desired. But when I needed to re-watch that Osprey Dragon Lee match today, I just typed in their names and it yeah. came up. It was the first one to come up. You should up. have watched, uh, once you realized you'd seen that match, you should have watched Kota Ibushi against Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 9. I know I will. I will. No, you won't. You're lying to me. Can watch you, it on the flight. Can you can you download stuff? I don't think so. I don't think you can do that. No, I don't think there's offline viewing. Maybe I'll see if I can just like rip a copy from the dark web. Oh, God. I'll try to do that. I'll, I'll get like a deep fake version of Shinsuke versus... Kota Abushi. It's like 15 minutes. You don't have 15 minutes to spare. It's t- times are tight. Times are really tight. You're really missing out. Yeah. Anyways, I want to say thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yes. We'll be back in full force 
this coming Monday. Yes. I'm going to be so tired. You are. You're going to be jet lagged. That was a bad move on my part. I should have yeah, been like, hey, I'm taking doing. Monday out. But I'm going to do it anyways. And uh, thanks to Lightstream for sponsoring today's uh, episode. Uh, go to lightstream.com slash G-I-R. Absolutely. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.